0: Welcome to the Legacy Speaker Show. I am your host, Jasmine Haley. And for today's episode, we have Jen Cochran. We are so excited to have her because she is a LinkedIn expert and trainer that's gonna help you get your whole LinkedIn life together. What I really appreciate about Jen, number one, she's come in, she's actually speak to our group members of our speaker program. She has an incredible group of, entrepreneurs and others who want to excel through LinkedIn inside of LinkedIn, an actual group, her all of her posts that she puts on LinkedIn are educational. They're going to really help you in doing the work that you particularly do for your industry. But most importantly, this is what I really want to highlight. She helps people who are introverted, okay, who are empathetic and highly sensitive. And what I really appreciate is she helps you make the connections you need to grow your business, to be able to network without using paid ads. So I want to warmly welcome Jen to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me and thanks for that lovely intro as well.
0: Absolutely. So before we kind of dive into the tips that I know are so important for speakers to realize when it comes to LinkedIn, I would just love to hear a little bit about your journey and what led you to doing the specific work that you're doing today.
1: Yeah. So I'm running my business for almost five years next month. And I first started to use LinkedIn when I was in corporate, I would say, maybe 12 years ago, something like that. And LinkedIn's been around for 18 years. So I knew it was there for the first few years. And I ignored it. I was like, Oh, do I have to be on it? do I have to put myself out there? And I went to a talk one evening. At that particular time, I was a personal assistant in London, and it was a talk that was held by a recruiter. And it was all about the power of LinkedIn. And I wasn't looking for a new job, but I came away thinking, yeah, I really need to get on this platform to do my job better. Mm -hmm. And so I started to use it to just build a really good network of peers, colleagues, suppliers, partners, trainers, just anyone that was interested to me and that could help me do my job better. And uh, yeah, like over time, I I won the award of the most networked PA uh, in London. And that was because of my usage of LinkedIn. As Jasmine said, um, I help introverts. I am one myself. So my approach is very much the introverted approach where I like to send a message before I meet someone in person or on Zoom. It's kind of like my warm introduction. And LinkedIn is my warm introduction to everything I do. So yeah, I started using it in corporate and fell in love with it. And then I fell out of love with my corporate job, still in love with LinkedIn. And at that point in time, I was using LinkedIn in a voluntary role and really enjoyed it. So I ended up getting back surgery. My I slipped a disc and I was forced to step away for about six months from my corporate role. And that gave me the aha light bulb. I need to get out of here. And it wasn't sparking any joy anymore. And I thought, what do I like doing? And I thought social media, which one in particular, LinkedIn. Because for me, I just think it's the one that everybody overthinks because it's the professional one. And they get imposter syndrome and they get blocks and they play it small, Um, especially in terms of content and also in terms of their profile. You know i've seen so many amazing business owners and they either have no summary section at all or a sentence <laughs> and they're like not showcasing their brilliance so i really love helping people to get their voice in the room and if you cringe with the self-promotion i get it i've been the same for myself but i love doing it for other people so don't worry there are people out there that can help you to look as amazing as you are so yeah, it was a transition from corporate to voluntary role and then back surgery to here.
0: <laughs> wow. So everyone that's listening, Jen is known as the super connector. She's finally known as the super connector. And I can totally see that. And I just love the fact that even though you had this pivot, you had this challenge that came into your life that you have no control over you were able to kind of pull in from your strengths and courageously move forward. And I think that is such a beautiful thing that we should celebrate. So I'm celebrating you right now, Jen, because many of us, we get stuck. Like you said, we get yeah. paralyzed and those tools are already in our toolbox. Everything we need right now are is right in our toolbox that we can leverage LinkedIn. We can leverage the stage. We can leverage so many other Stages, not just an actual stage, a podcast stage, you know, whatever we, wherever we want to go or whatever we want to do to get more visible, we have the tools necessary to make it happen and be successful in it. And I think that's exactly what I've heard and have seen in, in your own journey. So celebrating you in that.
1: Thank you. Because yeah, it it is, you know, it's hard when you're in a a well paid corporate job to make the leap. And I was in that particular job for 11 years. I was in financial services. And if anybody knows me, I'm not really a financial services type of person. I don't know how I got stuck there. And uh, it was kind of like golden handcuffs. Because you I bonus this every match. And it was like, I don't really like the job. Oh, let's wait so much. And then that went on for years and years and years. And I think my backbone was just really the straw that broke the, the camel's back. And I realized when I was in having my op, um, it was the days of BlackBerry. I was there and they were still messaging me where, while I was about to be wheeled down to have my operation. And I was like, no, I've had enough, you know, bye-bye.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's dive into some myths because you've been able to leverage LinkedIn. And I think I've pretty much have heard them. I've also felt them. Can you just say like one or two myths that we particularly feel is what LinkedIn is, but it really is not and why we need to be choosing it as a way for us to move forward with our speaking goals?
1: I think one kind of myth is that it's still like an online jobs board and it's an accompaniment for your CV and that it's just for corporate and execs. But it's massively evolved over the last 18 years, especially the last five years. You had all the Facebook marketers coming over into LinkedIn when the organic reach dwindled and they had to pay to play. So they all came over and they they diluted it. But I think in a good way, they made it a lot more human Um, And now it's the number one personal branding platform in the world. So it's not just for executives. You've got loads of entrepreneurs on there. I teach students. I teach school students, university students. You've got like Generation Z all the way up. And uh, there's a real mix and it's what you make of it. I think one myth is it's all about the home feed. So Mm -hmm. I'm a bit of a maverick for a LinkedIn trainer because probably 95, probably to 97% of trainers will tell you how to put your content out. And it's all about the home feed. Whereas I believe it's all about the individual and your personality and your energy, because if you you know you can get it working for you and never show up on the home feed. I know the first four years I was in corporate, I just had a really strong profile showcasing what I did with all the relevant keywords, really strong branding from the bank that I was in. And I used DMs and that was it. And I won the title of the most network PA in London. Everybody knew me. I could go into any restaurant or hotel. And the owners would, you know, I remember being having a coffee with my brother in the Savoy and the owner coming up going, hi, Jennifer. And we'd never met. It was just from LinkedIn. That's how powerful it is. And the same goes for any networking event. You know, I'm quite a shy introvert, even though I'm chatty, I get going. But initially going into networking is a bit daunting. And, you know, I use LinkedIn. So every networking event I go to, somebody recognizes me. That's how powerful it is. And they start the conversation. So I don't have to have that awkwardness. Mm -hmm. So I think so many people say it's all about the home feed, but there's three ways to use it. There's the home feed, there's messenger and there's groups. So you can just choose one and go all in or do a combo, you know, and I think the home feed, don't get me wrong. It is amazing. It's amazing. If you are a marketeer, a copywriter, a graphic designer, a videographer, a photographer. I actually think for a speaker as well, because you can excel with LinkedIn Live on there and video. So, you know, it's going to work for certain people, but it doesn't work for all. So if you have that skill set, absolutely leverage it, (laughs) because only about 2% of the 810 million members at the moment create original content. So that's 98% not creating content on LinkedIn. Such mm-hmm. an amazing opportunity for organic reach. And then you've got about 8% of people commenting. So only about 10% of all of those members are active. So mm-hmm. you've got such a massive opportunity to stand out. And even when you send a friend, friendly DM, you stand out because most people are being spammed with pitches. So it's kind of like being oh. Oh. <laughs> making conversation.
0: Yes, that's so true. My my view of LinkedIn was I I mean I, I would connect but I wasn't really utilizing it. And I was inundated with so many selling pitches yeah. in the DM. I was like, "What is this?" right? But for the first time I've had within the last couple of weeks, I've had someone inquire for my speaking.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: Because I was using the right type of keywords and posting regularly. So I've been posting every single week. I've had someone recently um, reach out to me for a speaking gig that found me through Google. And I was like, oh my gosh, my content is searchable. Look at that, right? So I think what speakers need to also realize with LinkedIn is that we're almost dropping seeds. Yeah, Just you were for speaking of it. You're dropping seeds, yeah, and you are dropping them, and they're growing in ways that you may not be able to visibly see. But you're you and so many others have said this is a powerful platform. A lot of the decision makers that are uh, on social media are on LinkedIn, and they may be watching and viewing your profile and looking at the content that you put out to even determine if should I initiate this conversation? Or you can initiate the conversation too.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, that's so true. So many people are watching. So don't worry if you put out content and you don't get many likes or comments. I've had people reach out to me who have never liked or commented anything. And they're like, I want to work with you It's time. And I'm like, who are you? So people are watching everything, you know, not in a creepy way, but they are looking. So definitely sowing those seeds. Like Jasmine said, it is networking. It is a long game. You can be lucky and you can get traction straight away and other people, it might take maybe 12 to 18 months to leverage it, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. But I think you have an advantage if you are a speaker because you're going to be completely comfortable with showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you do is show up. So I think you will be the people who can get it working for you quickly. And and what Jasmine said about Google Google ranks LinkedIn um, the highest over all of the social platforms. And if you have a LinkedIn profile and somebody meets you and they put your name into Google, it's quite likely that your LinkedIn profile will appear above your website. And so many amazing entrepreneurs um, or even exact, you know, if they put all the effort into their Particular website, they have amazing copy, amazing branding, but quite often it's your LinkedIn profile that somebody's going to see first. And if that's kind of underwhelming, they're not going to get to your amazing website. And, and like Desmond said, your content is searchable on Google, your videos will come up as well. So they're both really linked, you know? So um, yeah, there's amazing organic reach.
0: Yeah. So for those uh, speakers who are on the struggle bus for LinkedIn, <laughs> What are like one or two steps that they can take today to start working towards amplifying their business and brand through LinkedIn?
1: Yeah, I think um, the first one is just create a really good positive first impression with the top of your profile, because that's the first thing people see either on the desktop or the app. So, just make sure you've got an impactful cover banner behind your head because that's like your Broadway billboard. And make sure it says, you know, what kind of speaker you are motivational speaker, you know, um, global keynote, whatever type of speaker, have it behind you so people know at a glance who you are because this is like your prime real estate advertising kind of section on LinkedIn. It's, It's very similar to a website. This is the visual on the homepage. So you can make one yourself if you're, you know, graphically gifted, I'm personally not, but you can go onto a platform like Canva and there's a LinkedIn banner template there ready to go or just outsource, get a graphic designer to design it for you because yeah, this will just help you to stand out and give you the X factor. And the second thing is like having um, a professional headshot and I'm sure you all have it, but it just it gives you the edge over the people who don't, it just makes you look credible, trustworthy, you know, accomplished. So I cannot stress the importance of a professional headshot. So I remember the day when I transitioned from my old crop one to a professional one and the way people treated me. I know it's not nice to say, but instantly it was like, connect, connect, connect. They all want to connect with me because I look the part. So if you don't have one, get one. (laughs) And then the next thing is your headline, which is underneath your name. You've got two hundred and twenty characters here, so use them wisely and and do use them. Don't be afraid; it's there for search. So you know, put down things like you know, motivational speaker slash keynote speaker or international speaker. Don't be afraid to put in a few different titles because you don't know what somebody's going to be searching for either in LinkedIn search or Google search. Um, so you know, if you have a particular niche, if you speak. Uh, for a particular area, you know, whether maybe you're an expert speaker in construction or beauty or, you know, only in one particular area like New York or, you know, UK, just make sure you've got that in there. And the kind of transformation element that you bring, you know, what is the result of you doing this talk, you know, so there's kind of like an ABC formula of who are you, which is your title, who do you help and how do you help them? So don't just put in something like speaker (laughs) because it's like it's you need the valuable keywords. You need to come up in search, you know, and um, yeah, don't play it small. So I think just have those three areas optimized and then people will be inclined to read, see more in your about section. And I think so many people, they worry about their summary, which is important, but people are not gonna get to that if you've not made a positive first impression involved. So definitely um, optimize your profile as much as you can. And then I think just be really clear on the type of speaker you are, you know, and tailor all your content to that, you know, and don't be afraid to repeat your message again and again and again and again, because that's how you'll develop the know, like and trust. Um, you know, people are on LinkedIn at different times and with the algorithm, you're only reaching 10 to 15 percent of your network you know each time you post you might think everybody's seeing it oh I'm so nervous to click click post but it's like they're not seeing it so right. don't be afraid to repeat it like uh, the following week or if you've got a business page to kind of alternate because you never know when people are going to land on it so I think being as clear uh, like in your personal brand in your business brand who you are, what are your values, um, what kind of speaker are you, what's your industry, and then just tailoring all your content about around it and not being afraid to repeat yourself because, We all look at ads on the TV and we don't go there, but sometimes we do go, there it is again, but it does establish that no like, and trust. And apparently these days it takes 16 touch points before somebody wants to even talk to you. So you have to keep popping
0: up, popping up,
1: popping up and sowing seeds like Jasmine said.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. One of the things that I often share with becoming a professional speaker, you have to really understand what lights you up, what you're passionate about. When I first started speaking, I went with a trend. So I started off with a passion that I did a trend and it was it was tanking, y'all. <laughs> it was not what made my heart sing. It wasn't what where I had dedicated so much of my clinical career in speaking. And so as soon as I made that change and shift and started speaking about what it is that I was passionate about, people began to notice. Yeah, making those connections, those relationship connections. And when people would say that particular topic, my name was stated. And that's what you want. You want to develop thought leadership as a speaker. You want, when you're not in the room, people are saying your names. And that is one of the fastest ways you can grow through genuine connections and really understanding who it is that you serve. So I really love what you shared, Jen and making sure that what it is that you speak about is also aligned directly with how you want to show up in the universe, right? Yeah, Yeah. That people understand. And again, getting visible means that we have to take space on a regular basis. And we may get tired of hearing ourselves (laughs) talk. We may get tired of that. In fact, when I I was first starting to speak, I wouldn't re-look at my replays. I just would not do that. And I needed to do that to just be able to push forward and to continue to go out there and get visible. So whatever tricks y'all want to do, do what you got to do, but you got to show up and you got to get visible and you have to be consistent. And I just love what you shared. All of those tips were fantastic. We have to get comfortable with sharing what it is that we do, how we can serve and saying it over and over and over again to be top of mind for the people that we want to provide services for.
1: Definitely, and I think just easy content for any speaker is if you've got a speaking gig coming up, you can share a before, during, and after post. That's three days of posts. You know, I can't wait for my speaking gig tomorrow at XYZ, and it could be a photo of you getting prepared, and then a photo of you there and the venue, and then the next day, the kind of the outcome, the results, the testimonials, like that's easy. So you can do that for every speaking gig on repeat. and I just think if I was to give one main tip about LinkedIn, just think of the acronym KISS. I'm sure you all know what it means. Mm-hmm. It's keep it simple, stupid, but none of us are stupid. So keep it super simple. And I think this applies to your profile. Like Jasmine said, being referable, being top of mind. So just kind of honing in on one thing, you know, like one industry, one niche, and then the content, just repeat, 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 because I think people... You know, they they confuse things or they try to put too many things in their profile or their banner. And it's like, no, we just want people to know that you're a speaker. You can tell them more when you get on the phone with them or on Zoom with them or an email with them. And if you've got a few different hats, I would say lead with the main hat the main one that lights you up or the main one that gets you money. And then you can tell people on Zoom, oh, by the way, you might know, but actually also do the XYZ. So um, yeah, keep it super simple. That's the thing. And I think people overcomplicate
0: it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, for those of us that need that additional help and, and want to, get the roadmap, the strategic roadmap to navigate LinkedIn, you need to contact Jen. Just let us know where, where's the best way to be able to do that, which I'm sure we can already guess.
1: (laughs) Find me on LinkedIn and then um, email. I'm a bit old school. So Through my website, www.mysuperconnector.co.uk. So I'm either in LinkedIn DMs or in my Microsoft DMs. (laughs) I think I was in corporate so long. I actually love emails. So I think people think I'm always on LinkedIn, but I'm probably more in my actual emails.
0: Wow. I'm so opposite of that. email. It's like, I I often will delegate as much as I can, but that's wonderful. That is wonderful. And uh, for everyone that is watching, we'll make sure that we post all of the connection links for Jen in our description. We really appreciate you coming on the show, sharing the value that you shared today, Jen.
1: My pleasure. No, thanks for having me. Uh, It's always good to chat with you, Jasmine. You're lovely.
0: (laughs) All right. See ya. All right, y'all. We just had a wonderful, wonderful conversation with Jen. Listen, I have actually seen her methods and her strategies on how to improve and maximize your LinkedIn presence work for me. So if they work for me, I know that even with me completely being totally illiterate on how to work with LinkedIn, I was able to garner some sort of value. And I know that you'll be able to do the same. Thank you again for joining the Legacy Speaker Show. Know that I am here if anyone is ready to take it to the next level with their professional speaking. We have incredible programs that help you in many different ways to get to a place where you create that signature program, you create transformative presentations, but most importantly, you are able to establish reoccurring income doing what you love most. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.